Hi everyone, it's Roger and James here from the What's On Disney Plus podcast. In this week's episode, we're going to be taking a look at everything that's going to be coming to Disney Plus in September and sharing our thoughts on that. That includes also um, some early thoughts on Doug Days. We're also going to be talking about some trailers such as the Spider-Man trailer, um, some new TV shows that like Nautilus. We're going to be talking about a number of different bits and pieces as well from the star side like American Horror Stories, Only Murderers in the Building. Plus, we're going to be sharing our thoughts on some of the Disney Plus and Star Originals from the last couple of weeks, including Vacation Friends, What If, Diary of a Future President, and Love Victor Season 2. But before we go into anything else, we'll just do a quick bit of housekeeping. If you haven't already done so, make sure you are subscribed either on YouTube or on the audio platforms such as Spotify, iTunes, Amazon, etc. You can find us all over there. And big thank you as well to all of our patrons, you know, who help keep all the lights on, keep all the things running because it just costs money to um, run everything. Um, so a big thank you to Robert J. Blue, my VCR still works, Bina, Joshua, Adam, Dawn, Martin, Jeremy, and Sarah. Well, also a big thank you to Sarah, Andrew, Jacob, Caleb, Red Marsman, Aero, AF. We've also got Andrew, Cody, Darren, The Juice, Lauren, and James. Thank you for all of your support. Really does make a massive difference in um, just, yeah, like I said, paying all the bills and all the bits and pieces. So let's jump into it. So last week, I was a little bit of a different episode. Me and Mo were talking all about Star. I'm six months in. I was actually on a Disney cruise. So I was, not only was I on vacation for the weekend it was about a three-day cruise it wasn't like it was a really long one but where i was out off the coast of france with no wi-fi and no and no 4g and in all honesty it was like long lines of i'm just having a couple of days disconnected it was lovely the captain managed to find the sun so we kind of pretending we were in the caribbean you know saw mickey mouse saw you know black panther and a few other characters running around they also had black uh black widow and jungle cruise running in the theater which is quite cool. If I hadn't already seen them, I might have gone and seen them already. Um, I was hoping they had Free Guy because I would have actually gone in and watched that one um, in there. And they had like a load of stuff on demand if you wanted to watch it, like the music channel was prompting Disney Plus. Even in the survey, after I'd been off the thing, one of the questions was, was do you have Disney Plus? So um, there we go. So that was a few little things. So it was a nice having a little bit of a break. Also then on Tuesday, I then headed up to London for a special summer of Disney Plus event that Disney was putting on. Um, had a whole host of bloggers and influencers and some celebrities and stuff there. Generally, it was, I think it was more of a case of just kind of celebrating Disney Plus and just for everyone just to get together a bit because we've not had any opportunity um, to do that over since Disney Plus launched here in the UK. So we've been in lockdown pretty much at some point since it came in so it's been a lot of fun so it was a nice just getting out um and just seeing some great stuff with soul and eating some fantastic food with based on raya and the last dragon it was really nice just to kind of get out of the house go so yeah it was nice just to kind of get out there but nevertheless let's jump into it so um let's now start looking here at what's going to be coming up in september now this is based on the united states and with that there um there will be some differences and also there will be um most of the originals and stuff will be the same but let's jump into it first off um so the big one to kick things off is uh on the first of september we're making doug days which is five new shorts these will all be coming at the same time so if you liked up you're gonna love these i have actually already seen them which is which is great um they are a lot of fun they are about five or six minutes a piece. They've got um, Carl in them. They've got, um, you've also got Russell's in one. But mainly, if you like, if you like Doug, you can't go wrong to this. It? it was a lot of fun. Really enjoyed them. Why? I, I kind of wish in some ways they maybe stretched them out a little bit more rather than dropping all five of them at once. I think that might have been a cool way of doing it. But a lot, I'm, I'm really thinking everyone's going to really enjoy these when they drop on Disney Plus next Wednesday. Um, kind of just nice to see a bit of, and it, the quality as well that's pretty high up there um they they definitely didn't pull any punches on making these ones uh, about how long are these ones like each individual one well they vary from about five to nine minutes but if you take out the introduction and the credits they're probably about three to six minutes a piece the credits uh do expand the the runtime just a bit also were, yeah. were these made by uh pixar or were these outsourced yeah, like? yeah, yeah these actually were made by pixar which is good which is always a good thing so that one, so that one's pretty good. So um, moving on from there, on that same day, we're going to be getting um, the last two episodes of Caesar Milan's Better Human, Better Dog, 
And then a couple of new episodes of Disney Junior, the Chicken Squad. It's important to note with the Disney Junior stuff, that's all a bit different. That's very much depending on your region. They can really vary what they're doing. Plus, we've got new episodes of Chippendale Park Life, a new Marvel Studios Legend, which will be featuring the Ten Rings. Now, did you happen to catch this week? They put they did a surprise edition and added All Hail the King, uh, which is a Marvel one shot that was originally on the thing the four Dark World the Blu-ray. Did yeah. you catch this one? Well, I saw that they posted it. I I seen yeah. it before, so I didn't watch it. But yeah, I I did see it on the uh, the What's New tab. Yeah, the, the banner. I did I did watch it again yesterday um, because it was a little bit like. Uh, I can't remember it, and just kind of to get ready for Shang-Chi. So I'm glad they put it on there. It kind of actually nicely set up the fact of, you know, there is the other Mandarin, you know, then the Ten Rings, and somebody wasn't happy with him kind of taking his name. So I, I, I thought it was great that it was on there. It was a, just a great surprise edition that they added on next week. But obviously that Marvel Studios Legends will kind of nicely get us ready for Shang-Chi, which drops next Friday at cinemas. Um, I'm gonna, I am gonna, I think I'm gonna go see that on Friday, on Friday morning when it comes out. Um, I think hopefully most of the kids will have kind of gone back to school at some point. <laughs> but I'm a bit like, well, I've been on a cruise and I've been on, I've been to London. I'm, I'm at that point now where I feel like I'm like I've maybe broke the back of kind of being a bit like uh, people. <laughs> I feel like that's kind of has helped me kind of get out over it a bit this last week. Um, I've already got tickets for uh, Thursday coming up, so. Looking forward to seeing it, and yeah, we'll have yeah. our brief on that one. Yeah, yeah, well, I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna go see that one next Friday. But it's, this is nice, so that will get me nicely warmed up when we see this one. Um, we also got new, a new episode of I think it's the finale of Monsters at Work, and plus new episode of Turner and Hooch and What If. Have you been watching that Monsters at Work? I really feel like I've just completely just fallen out with that show. Of just like I kind of got. After like three or four episodes, and I go, yeah, this is kind of, you know, I know you were trying to get the story moving along from where I happened after they won, but nothing really is. <laughs> I don't know. I just, I just lost interest in this one. I, I don't think it's any surprise. Um, no, I, I had, I did not watch the last two episodes. I also didn't watch the last two episodes of Turner and Hooch. Uh, mm. It's just, uh, we're not the target. Uh, well, Turner and Hooch, you might be the target on, but yeah, um, yeah. But Monsters, Inc. obviously is aiming a little bit uh, for a younger demographic than we were kind of hoping for, which is fine. You need it. You need stuff across the entire range for people. But I don't know. It, it just wasn't taking any risks. It was using old uh, cartoon format cliches, which was fine. It was doing them. Uh, it was executing them well enough, but it, it didn't have its own voice, and there are just problems with it. Still... I might end up watching the rest of them at some point, like just putting it on and yeah. letting it run while I'm working. But nah, I, yeah, I, yeah, I need me. to do that. I need to do that with Turner Hooch. I obviously like the last like two weeks have just been a blur. Um, I've just been busy and stuff. So it's just like Turner Hooch just went right down the list of like what to watch. It's just kind of, I would say, I was just like, oh, it's not. It hasn't caught my same attention. It's not like you've got to watch that on on Wednesday morning when it drops. Um, I'll, I'll get there eventually. I did enjoy it, but I I don't say I missed it. It's a bit of a kind of um, a bit of a strange little series that one. Yeah, well, it's a little bit of a stronger reaction for me because we we uh, obviously had the break last week. Yeah, and then this week and I'm like, well, I don't have to watch Turner and Hooch last <laughs> week because we're, we're not going to talk about it. It's like. Actually, you know, I'd be happier not watching it. And yeah, that's kind of what ended up happening. Um, then on Tuesday, September the 2nd, they put that behind the scenes of Growing Up Animal. Now, it, whether or not this actually drops on this Thursday, I don't know. It might be a bit of an experiment. Um, on all the other, U, other lists, like in Australia, Canada, and the UK, it hasn't got it down as a Tuesday, uh, a Thursday. So I'm kind of still treating that one a little bit like mm, that might have been a mistake. Then on Friday, September the 3rd, the U.S. will get Dark Phoenix and Tomorrowland. And there'll also be a brand new uh, concert, um, Happier Than Ever, A Love Letter to Los Angeles with Billie Eilish. Um, again, we have mentioned this before. Um, J James, you didn't have a clue who she was. <laughs> so. I still don't know, know who she is. I mean, granted, yeah. I haven't exactly gone out of my way to find out. But yeah, it's like... Yeah. 
Uh, also, yeah. it kind of loses me with a love letter to, to Los Angeles in the title. I've been to Los Angeles several times, um, not just driving through to get to Anaheim. Sorry to anyone who lives in LA, but I cannot stand that city. Yeah, I've been there a couple of times. I'm hoping to go back next year, but um, yeah, it's I, yeah, rather than Anaheim and like you say, Universal Studios and like the the bit with the Chinese theater. That's pretty much and uh, <laughs> the only two bits of LA that I kind of like. Really, there wasn't a huge amount there, but it's yeah, it's I'll be watching it. I'll, I'll um I'll have a review up next week for that one when that one goes up. Um, but yes, that one will be a little bit interesting. I mean, going in, we're going in blind, so in some ways that might help. Um, then on Wednesday, September the 8th, we're getting uh, the first episode of Dugi Kama Aloha MD. And so I, I'm sure I'm, I really need to, and once I start hearing that, it'll be a lot easier. So the first episode will be dropping next week with new episodes dropping every single Wednesday. Uh, the trailer broke this, I think it was late last, last night, the trailer broke. Did you happen to see the trailer? I did watch the trailer. Uh, I know they named dropped her like once in it so yeah that's not enough to really get into your head but uh, kame aloha um the one thing i took from the trailer was i was happy with the way they connected it back to doogie hauser where it's yeah. literally just doogie hauser was a tv show that they grew up with and and she's also a kid so they nicknamed her doogie that that as far as mm. connecting it to the original series it's probably the the best way to do it yeah i was kind of surprised how they did that they were very much kind of like dropping in they're gonna like this isn't really a reboot it's just a we're we're redoing it, but we're kind of generally. So I'm again. I'm going to go into this one and just be like, okay, let's. I mean, I did enjoy the first series, but to be honest, it's been twenty odd years since I've seen it last, so I'm not really going in with a lot of like nostalgia goggles for this. I'm going, you know, that's fine. I mean, I love Hawaii, so that's probably going to um, slightly haze my um view of it and we can't actually go anywhere right now but um yeah so i'm i'm looking forward to it the trailer actually made it look a little bit better than i was expecting it was a i was going oh it's not quite disney channel level i don't know why but i was like okay i don't really want it hopefully it's not a disney channel i think like secret of oh, secret society of second born royals i'm like you know what she was in before i'm going okay where is she going is she trying to go a little bit higher terms of her actings and i'm like okay this trailer it's like okay let's see this could be another big shot um rather than um you know if it seemed a little bit older that'll be a cool thing yeah i was also surprised by that i was expecting it to be really catering to a younger audience and uh it does look like the medical parts are fairly legitimate and mm. yeah they're going to interrupt it with plenty of people going i don't want to be treated by a 15 or 16 year old which i think is a legitimate reaction Yes. Uh, but it does seem like they, they are actually going at least semi-realistic with the issues mm -hmm. that she's going to face. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to this series. I'm, I'm definitely coming into this going, okay, cool, going in blind, just like you can, either, this is either, it'll either work or it won't. And I'm, I, sometimes that's when you can go in and watch stuff a bit better is when you, you've not got any expectations. Um, also, we're going to be getting uh, Dr... We're getting Maya Royal Detective, 15 episodes of season two. Disney's Pepper Ann, seasons one to three. Now, I'm going to I'd never really even heard, I mean, I've heard people talk about it, but I've never seen the series. But man, were a lot of people really excited about this one. This one, um, I mean, I the, the posts were like, okay. Like, the amount of comments and stuff has gone, okay, this one is one that people are really into. This is like different level of kind of stuff and we're going okay people are really into pepper and so i will probably check out an episode just to see what all the fuss is about but again this is the big problem with disney channel being at the age of some of the shows that they're putting on now i was probably i was just way too old for when they came out so i just never, <laughs> never I, I still have never heard of this show this is no. this is literally the first time I'm hearing about the show. Yeah, I think my yeah. eyes just kind of glazed over it when yeah. I was like, reading the list and like, yeah, whatever. I don't know what this is. Yeah, it's uh, to be honest, uh, the, it was the amount of interest that people had in this one is what really caught my attention. We're also getting new episodes of Doctor Poe season nineteen, five new episodes. This is that kind of trend of them doing this batch drop stuff. Again, why are they doing it that way and not just releasing them normally? Who knows? Um, we're also getting new episodes, as I said, of Chip and Dale and Turn on Hooch and What If. They'll be having them every Wednesday. We'll say that again. Uh, Friday, September the 10th, Disney's Far Away from Raven's Home. It's like a puppet episode, so the least said about that, the best. And then Pirates of the Caribbean on Stranger Tides is returning in the United States. 
and then a brand new Pixar Spark Shot, 20-something, which is all about, um, you know, just the idea of some days you're good, some days you're bad, and, you know, the, I, I think the basic idea is we're all winging it, which I'm looking forward to watching that one. Well, it's a Pixar short, so I'm, I'm definitely yeah. I, I'm surprised that they don't highlight the fact that it's a Pixar on the list here. Yeah, it's, it, it, it is a funny thing. I mean, I feel like with um, anything with um, Pixar Invo, especially shorts, they're always pretty cool. Then on Wednesday, the September the 15th, we're getting uh, Disney Juniors Ready for Preschool, Season 2. Life Below Zero, Next Generation, Season 16. The Miraculous Tales of Ladybug and Cat Noir, Season 14, 13 episodes. And The Unknown Waters with Jeremy Wade. I didn't realize he jumped over to do doing a different show. I just know him as the River Monsters show. I don't know if you've ever watched River Monsters. Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, I'm I'm not really familiar with his work, and if I remember correctly, this one here is also just about finding like r weird ponds and lakes and stuff and exploring them. Gen I mean, this guy's been doing shows, um, and I've been on like ITV here for years, and he always goes off finding some tribe or some place where someone has died, and he would always be like. It's been picked up by a fish. Nine out of ten times, it was a catfish. There seemed to be the constant these catfish that just keep growing and growing and growing i'm um, in sharks and crocs and things like that but and barracudas and stuff i i mean i've been i've i really enjoyed his his, his other shows so therefore i'm like okay cool but it, I, I don't know what it was like in in the us it's just very well known over here and then we're going to be as i said getting new episodes of all four shows friday september the 17th confessions of a shopaholic the disney descendants to royal wedding so nice to see that driving about a month after it's aired on the disney channel but why they did that again? But they did that with that um, Disney Princess Remix thing that they launched on Disney oh, Plus yeah. yesterday. Did you happen to have a look at that? I I saw it and I clicked through it. Like, what is this? And I immediately backed out. Uh, so no, I did not watch that. <laughs> no, I I clicked on the some of the videos popped up on the YouTube feed this morning uh, or yesterday. I did have a look at a few of them. Going, yeah, that no, wasn't for me. Um, they look, some of them look really good, especially Brandy's music video. That definitely looked um, very I'm, well made. But I'm sure they're well done. I just, in general, mm. remixes of the Disney songs don't do anything. I, I'm pretty sure I've complained about being on like mm. the uh, the boat out at Disney World, and they're playing the remixes at Christmas time, uh, yeah. and I'm just like, no, play the originals, not this junk. No, just, yeah. I, I got the one with um, the Little Mermaid in the remix one. It just sounded like a robot was singing. I don't, I don't. If the the girl hopefully can sing a lot better than the way they were, I was like, yikes! This is, sounds awful. This is awful. But nevertheless, who, who yeah, we're still, yeah, like. yeah, yeah. Who knows? Um, then we're getting another short called No No, which is all about. Um, her granddaughter comes over and she's trying to watch the wrestling and the kid wants to play and they've got to try and work out a way of doing it. So I know I'm, I'm looking forward to this one. Um, we're also getting the Disney's Broadway hits at the Lo London's Royal Albert Hall. And this was a special that aired on the BBC over here in the UK years ago. Lots of performance stuff. It was originally announced to be coming to the UK and then it kind of got pulled back. I don't know if it was some issues with one of the hosts, John Barrowman, that kind of got into a little bit of issues legally and sort of with people. So I don't know if they pushed it back a little bit, but don't go into this expecting um, like a full Broadway production. It's just like highlights and collect stuff. So I'm sure it'll be, sure it'll be definitely worth checking out if you enjoyed the, the, um, the shows. You also got a couple of new uh, National Geographic stuff. Um, also here we're on Wednesday, September 22nd. We're getting Dog Impossible and Spidey and His Amazing Friends Season 1, seven episodes, followed by Star Wars Visions. All episodes of these shorts are all going to be dropping at once. That's probably, I'm going to be honest, I think that is my most want, wanted thing I want to watch this month is Star Wars Visions. Do an anime, something different, something fresh. I think that's definitely the one for me. Yeah, it's, it's mostly just because it's different. Uh, yeah. And... This month, with the exception of uh, Doogie Kama Aloha, mm -hmm. it, there's not much new coming out. So there's not much to, to get super excited about. Now, we're still mm -hmm. at least getting the, the continuing content, so it's not like last yeah. year. But, um, yeah, on the list of things to, to get excited about, I think the Star Wars Visions is mm -hmm. probably pretty high on it. Um, I don't know any of these production companies, so I've, no. I have no idea um, which ones we should be looking forward to. But... I think the whole thing will be an adventure. Yes. And then on Friday, September the 24th, we're getting Spooky Buddies. Felt when our stars is returning. And a spark story is like a, a making of 
documentary of how they made the two shorts that we've seen in the previous two weeks, which is a little bit more in-depth than we normally see, but that's not a bad thing. And then finally, on Wednesday, September the 29th, we'll be getting uh, seven new episodes of Disney Magic Bake Off, some new Disney Junior shows, including Muppet Babies, Ready for um, Preschool Season 1. I don't know why Season 1 is dropping before Season 2. Vampiria, some National Geographic stuff, including Great Barrier Reef and the Hatcher Family Dairy. And then Roly Polioli, Seasons 1 to 5, another very popular classic show from that era that people just seem to be really into. That one oh, I come- have actually heard of. I've never watched it, but I, I no. remember people talking about it back in the day. Yeah, no, I I, I knew a lot of people were asking for it. So again, that was a very popular one when um, we put up about that one. There's also some interesting, I'm not going to go through the full like international list because there's quite a lot of stuff, but there's a few things that definitely pulled up that I want to talk about. First off, we are going to be getting Why the Last Man is going to be coming. It's coming to Hulu on, I think it's the 13th of... Uh, September and then for us it's coming on the 22nd on Disney Plus at least in Canada the UK and some other countries we're gonna be getting three episodes this one's all about basically every it's based on a DC comic book that's the fun thing with this one and it's made by FX that's this is the one show I'm really looking forward to watching um, in um, August Sorry, not in August in September um, it looks kind of like a superhero looks very different um, you know, basically there's one one man left on the planet and he's got a monkey and all the women are... I, it just looks crazy. Um, so you guys can watch it a little bit earlier in, in the US on Hulu. But that one... Have you seen the trailer for that one as well? I did. And I've read a lot of the comic as well. It's important to note that even though it is a DC comic, it's part of their creator-owned imp- uh, line. So this isn't, you know... Superman's <laughs> not going to show up. Batman's not going to show up. It's not in the DC universe. It's just yeah. published by DC. Um, it's also by the same guy who created The Runaways. Uh, All right. Very, very different subject matter and very different target audience, but it is the same writer. Mm. Um, and it was very popular back in the day uh, as a comic book. Mm. Uh, definitely looking forward to it. There are some scenes I'm kind of curious how they're going to handle or if they're just going to go off and do their own thing, mm. uh, You know, take the premise and then go in their own direction with it. But... Yeah, definitely looking forward to that. So uh, the obvious question whenever we get a, a Hulu slash Disney yeah. Plus is, uh, will, will it be dropping entirely? Now, I know you said three episodes for for UK. Disney Plus, but yeah. it's getting the whole thing on Hulu right at the beginning? No, no, you're getting nope. it weekly as well. I think you might get the – I don't know if you're getting the – I think you might be getting them weekly, and then the, by that time we catch up with them. I don't know. How, it's all a bit iffy of how they're doing it, but we are going to be getting – I think we're a little bit ahead of – I think the U.S. is getting them like three episodes, and they're doing a little bit different. It's a little bit of a why they haven't fully lined it up yet, but yeah, we'll be we'll be covering it on the Disney Plus schedule rather than on the the Hulu lineup. Really looking forward to that one. We're also getting American Horror Stories that will be dropping. Um, I think it's uh, the second week of September in Canada. They've already got the first two episodes this past week. So there's a little bit of discrepancy. Canada's already got some FX. I've got them a few, well, Hulu got them a few weeks ago. Me and my wife watched the first two episodes um, the other day. Really freaky, really weird. My wife loved them. Um, And it was kind of funny because Mo said to me, oh, you haven't seen the original series, so you might be a bit lost. I'm like, I actually watched those first two episodes and go, it didn't matter to me. It still was a really good story. My wife called it proper television that we can, that's, good stuff that she's really looking forward to having new episodes of that so that's going to be high on our watch list um that'll be one that we can watch together but the first two episodes was like okay this is deaf my wife just go this isn't on disney plus is it? it's like yeah <laughs> was like, okay so yeah so th- that's going to be another one coming right through september um another new series that starts on tuesday this week on hulu and on a disney plus around the world is the only murderers in the building which is martin short stephen mark Stephen Martin, Martin, Martin yeah. Short, Selena yeah. Gomez. And Selena Gomez. We've got the first three episodes dropping on Hulu and Disney Plus at the same time. I have seen the first three episodes. I really enjoyed it. You definitely need those three episodes to kind of connect with them. And then we're getting new episodes every Tuesday right through September into October. Really love it. I'm fully in on this series. Great stuff. This is exactly the kind of stuff. It was really funny because I was watching like breakfast television this morning and they're going like, what to watch this week? And this came up and they, of course over here, it was just like, 
coming to Disney. Oh, yeah, it's coming to Disney Plus on Tuesday. It's like, yeah, there's none of this star malarkey. They're just <laughs> even the TV is just kind of calling it. But great show. Loved the first three episodes. The full reviews over on the website. Um, I just enjoyed the the. I mean, I really like the two guys anyway. I mean, I've just been a big fan of them ever since, like the three amigos and you know, father of the bride and all the rest of it. So I'm not too familiar with Selena Gomez other than her music and stuff. So it's just kind of a, a bit weird of a mix because they're like in their eighties and <laughs> she's obviously in just coming out, I think coming up to 30, but there's lots of comedy, but it's not as comedy as you think. It's actually a little bit more serious. Um, so I, I enjoyed it. I, I thought this was a really good series. I'm re I think this one's going to be really popular. Um, so we'll be going into hopefully, hopefully next week when you've seen it as well. You can kind of give some feedback. But again, I feel that really, really lines up this whole issue right now of, you know, you like I said, you look at the September lineup for the US and you're like, okay, Doogie and Visions. That's pretty much it. There's nothing really much else kind of moving the needle. Um, I mean, we've got What If, but What If isn't even moving it. I think on that same level, it's not on that same level as what we've seen with like Loki or anything else. It still seems to be that thing of mainstream audiences don't connect to uh, cartoons in the same way as they do the live action. I'm not even sure it's uh, because it's a cartoon. I'm sure that factors in, yeah. but I don't think it's that. It's also, you know, just the entire premise of the series, What If, gives you the idea, well, this isn't part of the MCU. I, I can watch this at my own pace. I don't have to watch it right now because it's not, you know, it's huge not impacting. Uh, it's not introducing Kang the Conqueror or mm. Mephisto or whatever. And more than that, the, the stories themselves aren't connected. So mm. um, if, you know, I, I don't want to watch or I'm not feeling the urge to watch episode two right now, I can put it off and not really feel like, oh, I can't watch episode three because I haven't seen episode two. No, episode two is about... T'Challa in episode three is uh, about something else entirely. Yeah. You don't I'm, have to have that constant, constant movement yeah. on it. I'm looking forward to next week because I get to what, because I've already seen the first three episodes like a few weeks ago. So it's been a bit like I watched like episode three, like three, four weeks ago. So therefore I kind of, I think that's what sometimes happens is like, Oh, I haven't actually, but then next week, next Wednesday, fresh brand new episode I'll be in with everybody else. Um, so I'm looking forward to it. It is a big enough show, I think, on its own. But when I then add in, like I said, those, and also we're here in the UK, we're getting The Walking Dead every Monday, new episodes of the latest season. Suddenly those four shows, for me, American Horror Stories, Only Murderers, White Man, and Walking Dead, completely change the lineup of what I'm I mean, watching. And it makes it, you know, you're like, oh, okay, a, a spark short is great but it's just on a different level to what we get. And I still think that Disney are going to have to sort that out at some point to give us more variety um, and some more stuff. And hopefully they will sort all this out in the future. Um, there's a really interesting article over, I think it was on Variety or Hollywood Reporter, talking about how Hulu has got a problem and that Disney aren't actually investing money in to Hulu originals because they don't want to increase the value of the company much more. But also... You know, once they start losing all that NBC and the CBC and the Time Warner and all this licensed content that they've got on there, Hulu is really going to start losing some stuff because it's a great service. What's lots of TV on there, but once all that old, once that starts going, you're really going to see how that much they're reliant just on ABC and FX content. Now, granted, the FX content at least is pretty strong, so it's a good thing to rely yeah. on. But yeah, you do need the back catalog items as well and there are some big names that will be leaving once those contracts end um, at which point you know we'll see what happens that that mm. should be happening not too far off from the time when all the mm. contract renegotiations with comcast and such should be going on uh yeah. for the for the service itself not for the, yeah. the property obviously comcast is going to take its stuff and put it on peacock but well you'd think so peacock comcast isn't entirely um sure it seems to be what they're doing but nevertheless um so that's the lineup there so that was some of the things there let's talk about some other stuff that's been announced this week before we get into some of the reviews um the new spider-man uh, no way home i keep i always keep wanting to say net far from home i don't know why um spider-man no way home the new trailer dropped massive biggest trailer viewing it's ever done it looks crazy it looks bonkers i can't wait for it now what are they doing with the spider-verse and the modi-verse and you know 
Doctor Strange is in Mephisto. <laughs> That's the one going around the internet already. <laughs> well, so there is like a certain basis for that idea because it was Mephisto who originally in the comics erased the the knowledge that Peter Parker was Spider Man. Uh, yeah, it was an absolutely terrible comic, and I hope that they mm -hmm. don't use it. Now I said that before, like Civil War was an absolutely terrible comic series, but the movie was fun. So yeah. and so there's that. Um, I'm actually following much more on the spectrum of like, eh, it was a trailer. It was engaging. It doesn't feel like it's a Spider-Man movie. It feels like it's a Doctor Strange movie, much yeah. the same way that um, Far From Home kind of ended up not being a Spider-Man movie. It was kind of an Iron Man Jr. movie. Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't. I think. I think once we get into. I think once we start seeing all the Spider Man. I think at the minute they're leaning on the Doctor Strange aspect to it, rather than the Spider Man. Because if you've got other Spider Men in there, and I mean they really did only tease like Doctor Octopus appearing, and he'd already kind of had been very vocal about the fact that he was in it. <laughs> so um, well, the other they, guys, yeah, they did briefly reference uh, Green yeah. Goblin. It looked like yeah. uh, the the Willem Dafoe. Green Goblin, that is. You hear his laugh, you see the pumpkin bomb. Yeah, you also get um, Sandman, you also get um, Electricity for Electro, and I think there's some claw scratches on, so there's a lot of talk about him being the lizard, so this is their way of kind of doing the Sinister Six, and um, they're basically going to have to bring in some different Spider-Men to help him out from the past. <laughs> um, it's entirely and there's also and there's also been a lot of talk as well this week of like Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is going to introduce Sony and Spider-Man are going to introduce more of the Fox maybe the X-Men. Um, there's a lot of stuff floating around right now of this multiverse has just set off everyone going we can say anything and it could be true. <laughs> I, I think we need to be very careful about our expectations on that one because <laughs> I mean we we went into WandaVision going this is going to be the introduction introduction of the x-men and it's gonna have mephisto and it's gonna be all of the universe is coming and then of course it it, it wasn't it was, it was and, it, yeah it was, <laughs> it was not and uh and then people are like loki is gonna bring in everything and and while it introduced the idea of, of fractured reality it didn't bring in stuff from other universes mm. it didn't bring in the fantastic four i think that was the other one that we're gonna get reed mm. richards it's gonna be the fantastic four and that didn't happen so um, not saying it's not going to happen in the multiverse of madness, but you know, keep our expectations in check. So if Reed Richards does not show up, if uh, Hugh Jackman doesn't show up as Wolverine, we're not like, why did you do this to Marvel? It's like, no, we did this to ourselves. Personally, I'm still going with the idea of I want to keep that X-Men series away from it. I know they're going to bring Deadpool in at some point, but... I don't know. I suppose now with the multiverse, they can just go, oh, yeah, it was a time, different times, time one. And that's, you know, that's the easiest way of them getting around it while acknowledging that it did exist. But I don't know. Um, yeah, so the Spider Man trailer just looks great. I'm looking forward to it. I mean, a lot of talk as well about Daredevil or whether or not he was in, you know, is he going to be the lawyer that gets him off and how hosts and stuff. I mean, my only worry is when they start having, in one way, they have too many characters because it distracts. But we're at that point, I think, with the MCU where it's so big, you can just have a character just walk in for two for a scene and walk back out again, and you've already got them established. Like you kind of, they don't have to work. You don't have to introduce them or do anything. They just come in, do their thing, and leave. I mean, we kind of had that with uh, with Photon in One Division yeah. again. Going back to that, yeah. where her character was important to the series, but it really was just like, no, we're setting you up so that you can yeah. be used in Captain Marvel too. Yeah. Um, and also, apparently, um, Ironheart has been spotted on the set of Black Panther 2. So she's going to be getting her own Disney Plus series. So she's being introduced in that one there. Um, there's also been a lot of talk this past week of Werewolf by Night getting its own maybe a Halloween special. And they're filming that one next year. They're looking for a Latino 30-year-old male for, the, for, um, for that one, which would be, I think it's um, uh, Jake Gomez is the character that they recently rebooted um, rather than Jack Russell, which is the just... terrier, yes. <laughs> terrier by night. <laughs> yeah, um so yeah, I, I Werewolf by Night is a character I've never read. I didn't even know about until recently. I'm very um I just to me it just sounds like an awful name of a hero. Oh it's an awful name. It's it's right up there with Man Thing on the list of 
terrible names. Uh, the the biggest thing that you can connect to Werewolf by Night, like his biggest contribution to the universe, was that his comic introduced Moon Knight, who obviously will be getting. Um, wasn't it the other way around? Wasn't it? Wasn't it Moon Knight introduced? I'm American. Uh, I think it be, was. To be honest, I'm pretty sure it was Moon Knight appearing in Werewolf by Night. Um, yeah. Uh, but now you've got me questioning myself on that one. Um, I'm not going to bother to look at that. No. Well, uh, it's one of the other, those two characters are connected. Yeah. That is the biggest thing for Werewolf by Night. Um, that said, if they if they really want to lean into the horror, yeah, sure, why not? Uh, yeah. Werewolves also, are always fun. And also, maybe a special might kind of give them an out of going, well, it's not really a movie, but it's not quite a series, so we can go a little bit shorter, try something out. Um, and also, maybe even, is it going to be introduced in Moon Knight? You know, that's the other question going on. And um, there's lots of stuff going on. There's so much because they're film they've been filming stuff for Black Panther 2. Um, they've also I mean, I think I saw the other day, you know, like Mark Ruffalo, someone had put up a picture of this girl meeting um somebody I oh, was meet met um Oscar Isaac outside a hotel in Budapest, and then at the same in the same hotel met Mark Ruffalo. Which is a very because I know maybe he's doing a cameo, which might also connect up with it. So, but we don't yet know. There's so much stuff going on around. I mean, we could literally be doing anything, but there's a lot of Marvel stuff floating around. So it's going to be very fun how this one all works. Also, this past week, Disney was in at the Edinburgh Television Festival, and uh, at the event, they announced they're working on a brand new ten-part series, um, Nautilus, which is going to be, I think, filmed here in the UK. Um, filming in early 2022 and it's kind of a modern take on the Jules Verne one whether or not they do it modern or whether or not it's um set in the old times and stuff but obviously it's based on a classic Disney we already made a movie on it they've already got attractions on it like in Disneyland Paris they've got one they got a whole area of stuff set up there um so this one could be fun um again this is Disney are trying to do like I think it's like 50 European exclusives for Disney Plus by 2024. Um, they've announced probably about 15, 20 of them now, um, but they're really ramping up production. And then with those ones, we should be able to see them everywhere. Um, and some other shows as well. They'll end up probably on Hulu in the US. But yeah, just more stuff is always nice. Yeah, and I'm looking forward to this one. Uh, I enjoyed exploring the Nautilus when I was at Disneyland Paris a couple of years ago. The ride back at uh, Disney World or Disneyland scared the bejeebus out of me when I was a kid. Uh, you know, when the, the squid yeah. tentacles come down from the roof and it's like, yeah, that gave me nightmares. Um, I would have loved to have done it as an adult, though. Now, obviously, it's uh, the Finding Dory ride. But yeah, I don't think I ever did. I think it, they were building they were building the the little Nemo one when I was when I last went to Disneyland. And that was the problem. So they um and I'm just checking in because I'm pretty sure, um, yeah. There's an also Nautilus stuff that I did at Tokyo Disney Sea as well. There's a whole like a section over there. Um, oh yeah, you can enjoy a meal or something there. So I remember seeing something before when I was in Disneyland Paris. Or sorry, and not, Disneyland Paris has a whole area as well. There's quite a lot of stuff um, with this movie, so it's nice to see them doing this one. Right, I think that's kind of pretty much wrap up the news portion of this week. Let's now talk about some of the recent Disney Plus originals. We're going to start off with What If. So we'll talk briefly about last week's and this week's episode with the Avengers being assassinated and also um, T'Challa becoming Star-Lord. What did you think of um, the Star-Lord episode? Uh, so it was a really fun episode. Uh, it was... It was nice to see them playing around with the idea of one very small change uh, resulting in very, very big changes down the yeah. line. Because obviously with this one, they get to start it in 1988. And and then so we get like 30 years of, of T'Challa just changing the way everything goes. Yeah. And there were some fun twists in it. It was fun to see some of the characters. Um, it did have that what if... Uh, not necessarily a problem, but like tendency to be like, we're going to literally show you what every character is up to, even if they only get like a 10 second splash. Like yeah. we've got Drax being a, a bartender for no apparent reason. Uh, here's Korg's arm uh, for whatever yeah. reason, even though Korg is a completely unimportant character. If you take Thor out of the mix and it's like, yeah, but it was still a lot of fun. I think Thanos was the thing for me. It was seeing yeah. him in there. That was a bit like, Oh, and he said, well, I've got this idea, you know, where if I wipe out everybody, and they were like, it's a dumb idea, don't do 
just like I was like, wow, they got Thanos in here. I just wasn't expecting him in just a bar scene. Um, it just obviously just threw me off. Um, of just how all that worked, and yeah, I I really enjoyed that episode. I think because they were allowed to go off and do something completely different. There was not. It wasn't just a a rehash of like because I, f- I felt like the the Captain Carter one was a bit like oh this is just a rehash of Captain America whereas that Star Lord episode was like no this is just way off in you know Cuckoo Land it's just just like they've gone completely gone off and just allowed to just roam to right. do some weird stuff now but on the same uh, by the same token they also kind of did force it back into the Guardians one route where like all right. Um, even though it doesn't really make sense, we're going to have you introduced to the collector and we're going to go through the whole collector's gallery. Mm. Um, and also we're going to have the same opening as Guardians. And obviously that's just to make us recognize what's going on and yeah. and show us what's different. Um, but they, they did kind of force it back into the Guardians path. And that was, it's not even a complaint, just like an observation about it, is that the the show itself didn't really have a story. They, no. they, it was just, this is how things are different because T'Challa is Star-Lord instead mm-hmm. of Peter Quill. Um, and then just random, here's random adventure with them going off against characters that you recognize. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, but at the same time, when you, you look back and you're like, eh, it's a cool collection of characters being different. Yeah, I definitely feel like, I think there's a lot of emphasis on that one because of um, Chadwick Boseman's performance in it. I think if you took that out of it, um, or it was just somebody else's doing the voice, it would have been a very different, it might have been viewed differently. And there's certainly that. Uh, obviously, there's a certain bittersweetness to it. Uh, mm. He did a great job with this episode. And oh, yes, definitely. It, it's too bad we won't get more uh, more mm. of his Black Panther moving forward. Um, but they, they didn't yeah. know that at the time, as, no. as far as I know. I, I think only the upper brass knew uh, what he was fighting mm. against. So. Yeah. And also, we had this week's episode where... Uh, Black Widow is trying to track down the murderer of the Avengers, which was, this was a really strange episode because I remember getting to it and going, okay, I was only wanting to really blew up the Hulk. I was like, okay, that's a bit different. And then suddenly Yellow Jacket turned up. I'm like, okay, we've gone way off where I thought we were going in this series. Um, but it, for me, it felt like it took like 20 minutes to kind of get to the point of going, oh, okay, now I understand what's going on. Um, it was a bit of an odd one. I, I didn't necessarily enjoy it. It was probably the weakest of the three I'd seen. I enjoyed it because it was the one that that kind of made you go, all right, I don't actually know what's going on in this episode. Intentionally. You know. yeah. uh, Captain Carter, like you said, it, it really is just first Avenger, but uh, Carter is Captain America, Captain Britain, mm-hmm. uh, as opposed to that. But it's otherwise the same story. Uh, and as we were just talking about, uh, the Star Lord episode really was well. This is what the universe would be like if uh, T'Challa was was Star Lord. This one was very much like, nope. You're familiar with these events, but they are gonna. We are we're going a completely different way with it. It becomes a murder mystery. Like, mm-hmm. what's going on? Who is the bad guy here? Um, and then, and th- and that was what drove the episode forward. Was mm-hmm. What is happening? What what is that one little random factor that is different from what happened in the MCU that we know? And while I think it was very good for for driving this particular episode forward, uh, I think it, the rewatchability of it is very low. Because personal opinion, when I'm watching a murder mystery or or yeah. something that hinges on who done it, I I do want you to be able to rewatch it and go, oh, there's the hint that it's this guy. There's the hint yeah. that. That uh, here's the thing that'll be very important in the reveal scene later, and and unfortunately with this one, there isn't any of that because uh, yeah. they don't introduce the motive until the very end of it. They don't introduce who the main characters are until the very end of it. There's like Janet Van Dyne pops up on uh, Widow's search for mm-hmm. for half a second, and that is your one clue as to who it is. That that is yeah. literally it, and that's I missed that, and and it's only two or three minutes before they actually reveal who it is anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, f- I definitely felt like that one was like a weaker one. So it'll be interesting to see where all this one goes from um, now on. But generally as a whole, how are you feeling with what if is, are you enjoying it more than bad batch or I am definitely enjoying it more than bad batch, but mostly because like, you don't really know what you're going to get each week. Yeah. Um, and they do seem to be letting the creators just, 
go off in whatever direction they want. Uh, you can either do, we're going to remake Captain America, but uh, it's Carter, or this timeline is absolutely, completely, 100% different, and we're going to blow the Hulk up. Like, literally <laughs> just blow him up. I uh, think it's cool as well with the idea that they kind of redid some of the stuff from Incredible Hulk, because... Yeah, you know, I wasn't. I was, you know, that kind of always feels like the we're not allowed to do that. <laughs> we can't go over there, but they obviously can do it. I mean, on the one hand, yeah, I agree with you. It's like, oh, we are directly referencing the Edward Norton Hulk. This is this whole sequence looks like it is from that movie. Yeah. On the other hand, this is also the same thing I was talking about with the Chala episode, where it's like mm. we have to force in something that looks familiar, even though it doesn't necessarily make sense with what's going on with the story. Yeah. But over that, that one's been pretty cool. We then had a new movie drop onto Hulu in the United States and onto Disney Plus around the world was Vacation Friends, which is a new um, kind of holiday comedy with John Cena. Um, I got to be, I watched this one here. Now I am a big John Cena fan, so that kind of maybe blurs the line a little bit for me. But for me, this was just a summer comedy. It's a bit stupid. It's a bit out there. It's not. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. It. It just, I just laughed. I just thought it was funny. Um, I, I enjoyed aspects of it. it. I don't know if I'll ever watch it again. But it was like, I just like that whole aspect of it. Just being stupid, fun. You don't, you don't, I don't feel like I've seen a movie like this for ages. Because everything's been stopped. And it was just like, oh, this just, was just dumb. It was just a dumb comedy. And I really miss these kind of movies. you know, Because they just don't seem to make them so much as they used to. Obviously, the fact that we can't get to Mexico, <laughs> you know, is a, for us, is on a red list, so we're not allowed to go. And so, therefore, it's just like, this is about the closest we're going to get. I love Mexico. You know, I love holidays. I love going on vacations. And you, know, you do end up doing stuff that you don't necessarily should do. But I, I thought it was fun. I just thought it was a nice, solid comedy. You know, you're not expecting a lot from it, but it's, it's, I, it was perfectly fine to me. What about you? I got a couple laughs out of it. Um, being that it was free on Hulu or part yeah. of the Hulu package, it's like, all right, this is this is fine. I got I had a handful of laughs, so good. If I had gone to the theater to see it, I'd probably been like, yeah, that was not worth the money. Uh, that said, it, it's funny because both Cena and and I'm totally blanking on the other yeah. guy's name right now. Um, Rattle, I think. Yeah, uh, I had no idea who. Well, I knew who Cena was, but I'd never seen yeah. him in anything before this. Um, and the other guy I didn't know at all, but he was in Free Guy. Yeah. You know, he's the best friend of, of Ryan Reynolds and Free Guy. And, of course, I saw Cena in uh, The Suicide Squad just before yeah. that. So I come into him like, oh, I actually am kind of familiar with these actors. And, of course, they're they're playing basically the same parts in both cases. Yeah. So, uh, it was fun in that sense. And I am seeing what, what you like in Cena. Like, uh, it's always kind of... Uh, hit and miss with yeah. the wrestling actors. Like, yeah. obviously, The Rock has been a huge success story. Um, and then you get the Hulk like, Hogan was <laughs> the Hulk Hogan ones we leave in the past. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Austin uh, Stone yeah, Cold. Steve Austin, yeah, he, he was pretty bad. Um, his movies Batiste, weren't great. But Batista's been pretty good. I was going to say, Batista, especially his Drax. I mean, he's yeah. done some other good movies, uh, but Drax, obviously. Stuba, he was C good in that one. Which one? Stuba. Uh, I actually haven't seen that one, but yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, Cena's been really good. Like, he was really good in the Suicide Squad. I, I think it might have been a bit of a casting mitch mismatch yeah. to have him against, like, Idris Elba, but that's yeah. a different matter. Um, but he was really good in this. Like, you could, he had a lot of energy. You, he was a lot of just pure crazy, which is what you yeah. needed for that character. Uh, and he found a decent balance, though, because it wasn't just, uh, he wasn't just, like, the stupid idiot friend there was actually a small amount of depth to the mm -hmm. character where no he he recognized that he did stupid things and he had uh his friends back yeah. and covered for him and things which is not what you necessarily would have gotten with like the 80s version of this like the, the yeah. national lampoon stuff or just be like no it's steve martin being a jerk for the entire episode or for the entire movie yeah. with no self-awareness and I don't know if that's maybe the thing of growing up as a kid from the 80s. We grew up, I think we had a lot of these kind of movies. We had a lot of this kind of stuff. Of the, and they just sort of stopped making them. Or they're not as funny. Or they, all they're ever trying to do is be edgy to the point where or trying to be super cool. And then it doesn't work like long term. I just thought it was a fun movie. Um, I, I, do, I don't understand why they put the review embargo for Friday. Because there's a lot of lines of going, 
yeah, some people didn't like it. It was like, it's not bad. I don't know. It was it was a bit of a thing like, don't, it, it was a bit of a strange one. I was, I was a bit like, okay, why? Well, it's, it's not bad for me. I, I enjoyed it. It was, a, but I went in expecting just a comedy. I don't, I, but I, I, I thought it was pretty solid. Comedies, especially comedies like this, are always a risk, though. You mm. never really know how reviewers are going to go into it, yeah. which I think scares a lot of movie companies. Because mm. most of the time, you ha they have a certain amount of self-awareness of like, this is going to be a good movie, that's going to be a bad movie, and then they react accordingly with the embargoes. Comedy is so personal, though, because what I find hilarious, you might just be like, yeah. these people yeah. are morons, I'm not entertained yeah. by this at all, and vice versa, of course. So you, you never really know how uh, how the reviews are going to go. I thought, like I said, it was a good movie. Also, it's interesting, this was the first 20th century movie that went straight to streaming as Hulu in Star Original, um, so which I think was... I actually think that was a good idea for this. I think this was a perfect movie for that kind of thing. Of, I don't think at the box office it wouldn't it wouldn't have done a lot. It would have it would have probably people would have been a little bit less inclined to see it. But we were being on Hulu and Disney Plus internationally, just straight up like, oh yeah, give it a go, you know. And I think again, like you say, you your expectations are lower, and you're also you're much more likely to be. It's, it feels like a perfect, you know, those kind of Netflix movies, you know. That we've got, it it definitely feels like in that zone. This is um, what I thought of as like those Adam Sandler Netflix yeah. movies that came out. They were very popular on Netflix. They probably would have bombed at the box office because his name doesn't yeah. generate the box office revenue the, day, the way it did back in like Waterboy and Happy Gilmore. Mm -hmm. And this is in that same category where it's like, you want me to, to go to the theater, spend time, spend money on this? Yeah, no way. But you attach it to a, a service that I'm already paying for? Yeah, sure. I'll absolutely throw this on for an hour and a half and just kind of be stupid for that time period. Yeah, no, I, I definitely would recommend you check it out this weekend or on, uh, I think it's because obviously it's a bank holiday weekend here for us. I think next weekend you've got Labor Day. So definitely, definitely put it on your watch list. Um, It is, it is R, you know, it, yeah, it's, it's, it's a hard R. It's, it's a hard, it's, it is good. Um, Moving on from there, we also had the finale of uh, Love Victor season two that happened last week on the UK on the Disney Plus side. Um, what did you think of Love Victor season two? Because you went into this one like not expecting a lot, but this kind of finale. How did you feel? I I liked the finale, but I also felt it it was a little too neat, a little too convenient to have everyone's plot threads all converging at the same time. I grant you, it, it it's a ten episode series. Of course, yeah. all the plot lines were going to converge in the tenth episode, but it was still like everybody having their relationship epiphanies. Whether it's oh, I'm supposed to be with this person or I'm not supposed to be with this person. Just having them in sequence was a, a little much. That said, um, I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going with some of these relationships. Uh, I did did like the fact that Victor is still conflicted at the end of the episode of where he wants to go, who he wants to be with. He's now kind of with uh, with someone else, it, yeah. and, and, and is season three going to be him coming to terms with, well, this was my first love and I learned a lot from it, but now I'm moving on to an next romance yeah. or is it going to be, I don't know. The, he's my, my one true love after all. Yeah. Um, I, I did enjoy that whole aspect. I thought it was kind of interesting with, as well with Felix and um, Pilla and um, like with their relationship of kind of, you know, that kind of thing. Like, you know, if thing that he had that epiphany of going, you know, he, obviously he respects what um, Link did for his mum, but then that kind of feeling of actually, no, I get on better with, the sister and then they threw that whole other storyline with link with the girl that was with andrew and I'm like well we're there like, that came out of nowhere <laughs> just like uh, it's like okay we're, we're gonna go that in season three are we um we bring it bring and it was like okay that was seen to, it would have been had we had a little bit more of um that built at some point might have made a little bit more sense well it really depends on where they go with that story because yeah. they didn't indicate what the story yeah. is. It's obvious the one girl yeah. is totally into her. Yeah. Like that, yeah. that's that's very obvious. But uh, obviously, I skipped season one. I yeah. might go back and rewatch it at some point. But um, as far as I know, there's been no indication that this girl is bi or, or lesbian yeah. at all. So they could be going with a story where this one girl is going to be pining after, her and she's like, "No, I'm straight. I, yeah. I'm not interested." Or it could be her trying to explore it. Yeah. As far as I know, they haven't really done a storyline yet where it's uh, one person of one orientation really into a person of the other orientation and it just won't work. Yeah. Uh, 
I mean, the closest was, of course, Victor uh, dating the one girl in season one. Yeah. But he wasn't even yeah. really aware of what he was, or he was coming to terms with what he was. Yeah. So there's potential to it. But if at the same time they just go, oh, yeah, she she's bi or, or lesbian, yeah. and we're, we're going to dodge that completely. It's like, okay, so we're going to go in the direction that everyone is bi or, or gay. Yeah. Uh, it's yeah, like, it's just, okay. I, yeah. It was a bit. I was definitely setting up for season three. I just thought, as a whole, it ended on a point of going because I I forgot I'd forgotten that it was last week because obviously I went away on the Friday, so I didn't get. And I fired up on Friday. Went, oh no, that was last week. It's like was, even <laughs> though it was a week old, I what was the first thing I watched on the Friday. Um, but it was that kind of thing. If I I enjoyed season two so much more than season one, such a better show. And I kind of want to bring it into. A little bit of a discussion about Di- um, Diary of a Future President Season 2, which dropped last week. Luckily, I was able to see it a few days early, so I'd seen the whole season. And it was kind of funny. if I kept looking at these two shows, kind of like... in, in Because when the first Diary of a Future President hit the first episode, it was trying to hit so many, like hot spots, hot points, and trying to cover so much stuff that it came in a little bit like, oh, just calm it down a bit. You're trying to be too much of everything of trying to, and in season two, everything got calmed down a little bit. You know, everything's like, you know, we know where the characters are and we know what the popular stories are. and We're going to just push forward on it. Um, Elena's story is boring. You know, to be honest, I, I still don't get why she's the main character. I know they got, you know, she's the future president. They did add a little bit with bringing in Gina as the imaginary, like president rather than her being in the, um, the Oval Office. Now she's just helping out and just appearing in scenes. And I actually improved it a lot by having her involved in the scenes and kind of being, you know, her subconscious from the future. I, that helped. But just the whole thing with, with the parents just kind of becoming used to each other with being, you know, the issues of being, you know, bringing a new boyfriend in and like becoming part of the family. You know, that was the main story with them. And then Bobby's is all about him coming to terms with his sexuality. And I, every, I, I was watching it and it just kept being like, Man, this would have been so much better in season one, because they just they really dragged it out in season one because they were trying to be a little bit too cautious. And I watched this second episode, this second season. I'm going, this is essentially what happened in season one of La Victor. You know, he's it literally was like, okay, so he's coming to terms with it. You know, they do a kiss, and you know he he's with somebody and then it's kind of you know and he comes out to his mum and all this and it literally was like man they hit literally every single pink main point from love victor season one the only difference was was it was all very positive it was a very kind of like he never got any response any negativity from anything along the way and i thought it, i thought it was a very good story and bobby's story was the main thing i was interested in but it was a little bit on the lines of man this was just love victor season one light it was very much a lot and i think it's great for kids to have that there because i think it's a great story of just like you know the acceptance and then coming to because they take their time with it they take you know and they you know there's a there's a guy that he's into and they you know they go out on a date and then they, they kiss and then they you know and, and they come in and he comes out to his friends and then he comes out to his sister and he comes out to his mum and and all this kind of stuff goes along and it's all very very positive and i think that was important to do but it kind of i did get to think of wow that literally was Bobby's story was the entire thing of what happened really with Love Victor season one. And then he kind of go, how much more powerful Love Victor would have been had it been on Disney Plus than put it on her. And it was a little bit like a you can see where they have matured in how they're looking at Disney Plus within of what they did in season two of Diary of a Future President going, they 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 I think it was a far superior second season. I wish they dropped it weekly. Um, I, I did binge through it in two days, so I can't really complain too much. But I actually was like, okay, this is pretty cool. You know, well, this was, and that's kind of interesting. Did you binge through it because you were so engaged with it, or did you binge through because you had to get a review out for the website? No, because I, I enjoyed it. It was that kind of thing of going, because some, you know, sometimes, like you say, you know, if you've got like 10 episodes and you're like, oh, this is just a pain, I, I was like, no, this is pretty cool. Like, and you know, they each had an episode, but I thought the second season was fast was far better than the first season. They kind of tidied up where they were going. The characters were a little bit more likable, you know, they're a bit more realistic. Because um, I mean, we remember when it came out last year, the first episode, and we were saying you know, they were just trying to do too much, too much at once, and trying to hit too much stuff all at the same time and then, and it alienated viewers and i really feel like now going this is such a better show because 
how first of two episodes didn't exist and just got people in it into it because I do feel like they lost people with being too especially last year the whole name the name alone was enough just to kind of make it alienated enough as it was and I just watching the second season going man this was such a better show going in and I did did enjoy that second season it was just so odd that they dropped all 10 episodes at once so you know they did a little bit of an experiment with it I am willing to give them a little bit of the benefit of the doubt with the first season because it really was one of Disney's first like proper streaming only yeah. ventures. They didn't know how it was going to be different from regular television. They didn't really know what they could do with it that they couldn't do on the Disney Channel. Also, Disney itself uh, by that point had waffled quite a bit on what was acceptable for Disney Plus and what wasn't, hence the whole Love Victor thing in the first place. Because it with Love Victor originally like way back originally being like a disney plus show they might have wanted uh diary of a future president to be uh much different from love victor and yeah. not explore the storyline because that's that's love victor's territory and this is diary's territory and then with love victor shuffling off uh going to hulu in the states they could have just been like all right well now it's open territory let's let's yeah. do the story we wanted to do in the first place uh or or at this point you know Disney Plus has been out for a while. They've started to see what works and, and doesn't work, and they've got some experience under the belt. So they can go, all right, this storyline worked. This storyline didn't work. Let's let's continue pushing on what works. Keep experimenting. So, yeah, the first season, obviously, I dropped it after like two or three yeah. episodes, um, and I I don't really have any interest in going to the second season. No. Um, and I, I suspect, as you say, many people are probably in that same boat. Yeah, uh, with with one it dropping all at once and two with the first season not being particularly memorable yeah uh, but as with many shows it it sounds like it found its voice it it sounds like it found what it wants to do mm. um and you know if you were interested in the idea of it and maybe not in the execution of it it sounds like season two might be a decent place to at least try um just skip over season one it sounds like you can start I, off in, all, in all honesty i feel like you could do that i think you could just jump straight into season two and it wouldn't really i think the recap would have been enough because you know the thing is when the, when the first season came out we were in the drought where this was the only thing we're getting <laughs> so it was just like you know this is the only thing we had for a long time that was drama based and i just look at it and go like second season just seems such a better made show than um i enjoyed a lot you know i enjoyed like high school music of the series i enjoyed the first season i thought the second season was boring and dull but it was the exact opposite i feel like with that with diary of the future president and and also love victor love victor the same thing i think the second season was far stronger than the second one or the first one because they had a clearer defined role of where they could go and where they couldn't go um but which is sometimes good you know this is some of the things sometimes when they drop shows in the first season they need time to kind of you know, maturing, yeah. work out what all the little kinks and stuff. But it, it's yeah, definitely yeah. The one last thing to remember too is, of course, when they greenlit Love Victor season one and Diary of Future Present season one, Disney Plus was still very much an unknown. Um, yeah. Is it going to be successful? We know it's going to be a certain amount of success because the Disney name by itself will will do anything. But they could never have predicted that the pandemic was going to hit, which was going to make streaming services explode. Yeah, um, and. That Disney Plus would be the hit that it was. So, uh, you know, Diary of Future President, the first season of Love Victor, and you're like, uh, here's your budget, be careful with it. And and then season two comes along, we're like, man, Disney Plus is doing extremely well. Uh, you may not have done extremely well, but here's a little bit of a budget expansion because mm. let's give it a shot. I feel as well, I think, again, Disney Plus was being so safe last year. You know, they were going in like, anything that wasn't marvel or star wars was being so like you know the kitten gloves were on of going we don't want to do anything to annoy anybody <laughs> or anything. and it kind of got to the point where it was so bland and you know we are getting into you know some of the shows still are you know we still need a lot more of it the u.s specifically you know, as i mentioned earlier in the show the difference between the you know the rest of the world getting those big fx and hulu originals makes a massive difference to the whole network but they are getting there. They just need more of it. They just need to, you know, and I think it'll be a while until they can sort that. But, you know, Disney Plus does need some more general content. And like you said, you know, like we're saying with the reviews stuff that I've been watching, 
you know, we are naturally as adults gravitating towards those older shows, you know, and we're enjoying them more, you know, we're not watching, you know, the, the Disney Channel stuff is great. And looking at that September list, it's like, what's well, National Geographic or Disney Junior or, you know, there's, there's, there's nothing in between on the US side. And it is, it is frustrating to still feel like, you know, we're what, Nimi, coming up to two years of Disney Plus, and we still seem to be having some of the same issues. Yeah, and I think it was especially notable looking at the September list because uh, back at the beginning of this, mm -hmm. like, what are you looking forward to in September? Star Wars anime because it's the only thing on the list. Uh, but then you look at the Hulu list and you're like, well, we've got Only Murderers in the Building and we've got um, Why the Last Man. And, and yes. for people who want to, you've got the American Horror Stories. It's like, that's a much more interesting list than what's coming to Disney Plus in September. Yeah. Yeah, it is, it is just, like I said, it is a very strange little thing of going on right now. And obviously, you know, this coming week, we've got Star Plus launching in Latin America, which confuses the, the waters down in Latin America with it all. But yeah, it's all very interesting of seeing what's going on right now. But I know myself, like, you know, all of the, the Star stuff just has just made, you know, what's, what, what I watch and what I don't watch is just, it's so much more exciting, you know. And then when I throw in a few things like the Pixar and the, you know, the Disney stuff, it is much more, it's a bit more refreshing because I'm seeing other stuff, but um, definitely nice mix of stuff. So next week, we will be talking again about What If. We'll all be, I'll be talking about the Billie Eilish concert. We've also got, I think we've got Doug Days next week, and I'm trying to think what else we've got coming up that we'll be talking about. Um, oh, Only Murders in the Building, you'll be able to watch and stuff, so we'll be talking all about that. But that there is, we go. It drops on Tuesday, right? Tuesday, yeah, it drops on yes. Tuesday. So looking so forward got, to that. So you got a chance to watch that one. And on that note, guys, thank you very much. Make sure you go check us out over at what's on at DisneyPlus.com. You can become a patron or a YouTube subscriber, yeah, YouTube channel subscriber as well. And you can help, you know, it all helps towards just um, you know, with the cost of running the podcast and the website and everything else that goes with it. But even just you going to the website or watching our videos all helps with all of that, even if you can't help out. So it's always a cool thing. Again, go check us out over on what's on DisneyPlus.com and we shall see you guys in another video. Laters. Later.